that like a double tall elf core? Kind of, yeah. Does it work backwards? No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> that would be a cool thing, just like Lego elf bars, and we can just like stack them together and make longer ones, and those last longer and hit harder. You're just smacking seven different flavors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here's my fucking gotta go down lemon like, raspberry. You gotta go down to like 1.25 milligrams. You're hitting 18 different ways at once. My lemon raspberry shortcake ice cream McFlurry fucking chocolate dildo flavor here. It's cancer in three days, but you won't need a cigarette bowl. Chocolate dildo is my favorite flavor on it. Oh, I bet it is. Daba baba. As opposed to like Neapolitan dildo. I don't know if you've ever had a pink, white, and brown dildo, but <laughs> that's your thing. Much prefer chocolate. Yeah, it's two in the pink, one in the stink, right? You just skip right over the white. Oh, they call like it a chocolate a double shortcake. So it's two strawberry elf bars and one chocolate. All one. right, uh, what is a chocolate strawberry shortcake? <laughs> Give me the Urban Dictionary, and then we'll post it and see if what you say in the episode is actually true to what's on Urban Dictionary. Oh, that's... You were way off on the last one. No, no, no. That's, that's when you... Krusty Muffin, you were not correct. I was correct. I would disagree. Dried cum in a girl's pubes? That's basically exactly what it was. No, Krusty Muffin, according to Urban Dictionary, was when you go down on a girl in the morning after you came in the night before and she didn't shower, and then you're like, oh yeah, Krusty Muffin, because you're eating your crusty cum... Out of vagina as you're going down on it. Alright, well, a chocolate strawberry shortcake obviously is when you come in a girl's ass because she's on her period. <laughs> no. No. Okay, then what's a chocolate strawberry shortcake? <laughs> to answer that question, we have to figure out what a strawberry shortcake is because the definition of Urban Dictionary says to give someone a dirty Sanchez, then give them a strawberry shortcake. Okay, what's a dirty Sanchez? Well, that's when you stick your finger up your ass. And then you you wipe it on their upper lip. I thought it was her ass. Or does it matter? No, I, I don't really. You stick your finger in an ass and you smear poop on someone's upper. But there's just just an entire third part. <laughs> you give them a poop mustache, <laughs> one way or another. I'm looking up strawberry shortcake right now. All right, we agreed that the poop mustache is dirty Sanchez. Yeah. Right. So John was partially right, actually. Strawberry shortcake is when you come inside a girl on her period. Okay. And then you smear shit on her. Lips. Which lips? Probably her face. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty far away from the rest of the ingredients. Yeah, that's, that's just what they call it, man. alcohol I've had since like November. <laughs> okay. I don't really drink that much. I'm trying to get to. I'm just glad I don't have an addictive personality <laughs> in general. Well I guess gambling, but that's a different problem. <laughs> I can't say the same. <laughs> okay, so you have a gambling addiction, but do you feel like that same urge when you're in an arcade? Yes. You're winning tickets and I literally of... just spent eighty dollars on a fucking claw machine. Just to win a golden ticket. I was trying to get a miniature Rasta banana. Because I have the Rasta banana's father at my house. 
that I also spent like $95 at, at the Pueblo State Fair. Find yeah, whatever supplier they have and buy it for the $3. I could do that, sense. but then I, I couldn't flex on everybody else that I got it. It might not even be that much. Like, it's not even filled with, like, poly, like polyfill, like, this, you know, normal stuffed animal. They're usually, like, styrofoam. That's you see that, you see that big-ass gorilla behind you? I won that at a fair. That's, his name is John. Is he, like... Normal size. See, you you didn't even question it. Like, I I think that was a Christmas gift or something. It's wearing Christmas sweater. But you just tell people you get the giant... You want it, and then they believe you. Nobody's gonna quite, like, Nobody's just, gonna be like, prove it. I want to see the receipt. You buy it and they send it to you. You still kind of win it. Well, I mean, when have you ever gotten a receipt from Dave and Buster's for the uh, like for the proof? When I cashed out my card, I mean, like a metaphorical receipt, <laughs> like I don't have the proof. John, Jesus, Santa Claus today was trying to convince me that I need to rewatch all of the Star Wars, and especially he said the first three, which I've seen. Sorry, did you say Santa Claus? Yeah, yeah. No, you're okay, gonna have no, to elaborate on that. No. You don't. You don't just casually talk to Santa around Christmas? <laughs> no. Anyways, yeah. No, so he's need the lead here. <laughs> like episode four, five, and six. So Santa's three, obviously. And then and then uh he said I have to watch years of back pay on fucking gifts, man. Uh, what the hell? Naughty kids don't get gifts. Thirty seven years of coal. I mean I'll even take that. Dude, charcoal is expensive exactly. now. Man, that's that's what a solid week worth of barbecuing. Like, come on. <laughs> Anyways, he said I have to watch Rogue One and uh, Mandalorian and four, five, and six again. So the rest of them doesn't really matter. I don't think I've seen the latest ones. I know. I'm pretty sure I saw up to five. No, you, you got to watch one through six. The prequels are good too, but like the new ones suck. I like the last one. Well, it was okay. The one where the girl's the Jedi now. What's her name? Ray. And she meets uh, Mark Hamill. Uh huh. Whoever he is. Luke Skywalker. That one, yeah. <laughs> that was like 2017. Yeah. Yeah, he said that Star Wars. Sandra's the Star Wars series is the best when Luke Skywalker's not part. Okay, so watch one, two, and three. Yeah, and Rogue One. What is Santa having against Mark Hamill? I don't know. I, He's a huge Star Wars buff. He was showing me like his he's got like every single Star Wars book ever made and like multiple bookshelves and all these collectibles and every movie and Are you sure you just didn't take some LSD or something? Yeah, I promise you. You want to? You wanna come you wanna come talk with I'm hanging out with him tomorrow, <laughs> and, and and Monday and Tuesday. If you wanna come hang out with Santa. Where are you hanging out with Santa? At the North Pole, but vacation without us? I want to go to the North Pole. You guys, the North is only like 45 minutes away. It's just up Highway 24. Yeah, but Santa's not that unusual. In 45 minutes to get to the North Pole, you're doing it the wrong. Because you can make it to Woodland Park in 30. Well, with traffic. <clears throat> you know that there are signs for Have the North Pole? you driven down Cimarron lately? Like, it's <laughs> it's trash. There, there are signs for the North Pole in Arizona. For our North Pole. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like I twenty five north for about five hundred miles. <laughs> <And I> was, <laughs> it was like right outside of uh, Vegas. I was heading back to the Springs, and somewhere on they have like by the casinos they have that gigantic strip of like ten miles of fucking billboards. There was a North right. Pole in there. Wow. I was like, that's fucking weird. Who would just go to Colorado to see the North Pole? <laughs> on I forty, they tell you to turn around and go back to twenty five to go north to go see the Pueblo River Walk. You know what really blows my mind? Like I know we're obviously we're not the only state that gets snow, I, but the fact that I was driving from here through New Mexico and then into fucking Arizona, I was in snow for like 
eight hours out of my 12-hour drive. Really? Yeah. Because I just got back from New Mexico today, and there was no snow. But when I left, I left at night, so it was on a night where it was snowing. We had a snow advisory, actually. So I got through to Gallup, and then I had, like, maybe an hour break, no snow. Uh-huh. And then right as I hit the pass to go over... What was that? So, like Raton? Arizona. No, it's after Raton. Um, Is he in like Flagstaff area? Yeah, Flagstaff Pass. Flagstaff Pass, I hit like eight inches of snow. Yeah. And that car does not do good in more than two inches of snow. <laughs> I bet. I was on really good pace to beat my GPS by like an hour and a half. Yeah. And that slowed me down to like, I was late by 10 minutes because of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, New Mexico and Arizona have some really cool high deserts that get some decent amount of snow, but still are very arid. It was really cool to see like a gigantic cactus up close. That was pretty neat. Did you go hug it? No, fuck no. We went to the Arizona or the yeah the Phoenix Zoo out there for the zoo lights. That was pretty cool. They have like cactus wrapped up. They have palm trees wrapped up in lights. All kinds of trees. Like, oh, we missed you on our last recording though. Yeah. It's been a while. I was, mm. I was busy, tired. I tried to fuck out of kick ass. I know, I wasn't feeling good those past couple of days when I got back. Yeah, I missed that one too. I was sad about it. I don't know. That New Mexican you food. You didn't tell us much. No, we were good. No. <laughs> I enjoyed it. But tell us about your trip. I went on a trip. <laughs> and our favorite rocket ship. No, I went down to uh, the East Coast to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then Peachtree, Georgia, to meet my father's side of my bio family for the first time. So that was really cool. Uh, hung out in Raleigh with my younger brother and just met people and saw some of the local restaurants and bars and breweries and stuff. And then we drove down to Peachtree and pretty much did the same thing just a whole lot of meeting people and dinners and bars and. Cool experience. I was for seven days. Uh, yep. I managed to not get lost in any airports, so that was really cool. Hell yeah. Uh, any snow? No, no, but it actually did get colder than expected, and all I brought was like shorts and a hoodie. Because I was like, oh, East Coast, not Colorado. My <laughs> <laughs> same thought for Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> And then it got down to like 30 degrees, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put all of these shorts off and hoodies on. <laughs> It was really tight. Uh, the drive in between Raleigh and Peachtree sucks. That was seven hours on the road. Traffic that is just not cool. Dude, it's just like, like you think Colorado Springs has traffic? Like, out there, they just don't fucking care. Like, you hit traffic, and then everybody creates two more lanes on the outside of the road, and then that all backs up. And that two-lane road is now a four-lane road, and that 20-minute traffic jam is now an hour traffic jam. Oh, yeah, people don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude, it was wild. That shit was driving me nuts. But it was really cool. It was awesome to meet everybody. I'm super excited to see them again soon. Um, you guys are listening. It was a pleasure. I'll be back. Or come out here and see us. You know, we love to. I have, I have no doubts. If the rest of your family is as cool as Caleb was, then they're pretty cool people. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty tight. Yeah. Caleb's cool. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I drank way too much, so I'm going to be good for a little while. I don't know. Uh, this is my second year in like you know five days now. <laughs> Excited for when Danny comes back on. You can flex that you now know your real dad too, and he can't get hold that over you anymore. <laughs> hey, I saw him in real life. Real question: Did Mark's like real dad, dad now kind of wants to be in his life? Do you look like your dad? Uh, I look like we all have like little things that like match between all of us. Uh, 
I guess that whole side of the family, we all have the same, like, chicken legs and skinny legs and shit. That was kind of funny. Uh, Skip and leg day. Yeah, no. Apparently, like, half the family does it, but they just they just still stay small. <laughs> Did they um, expect this tatted up guy to show up? No, uh, I think everyone kind of snoops social media, so they knew what to expect, but that and Caleb were, you know, correcting them a little bit. Right. <laughs> it was really tight. Hell yeah, I can't wait to go back. Fucking, I'm talking about maybe snowbirding out there and just having a little mini camper out there that I can go check out in the winter times and stuff like that. And yeah. How was your trip? It was good. Um, went out there for my buddy's gender reveal. It's his first kid. He's really excited. Okay. I've known him since seventh grade. Hell yeah. So how did they do it? Was it obnoxious, he, over the top? No, no. Uh, he loves hockey. Um, so they just got these two fake pucks filled with the color of the gender, and they launched them into a net. And it was really easy to clean up. It was pretty quick for having a girl. <laughs> you gotta think about that. <laughs> well, he's colorblind. I'm not sure what sex gray is, but uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they, uh, it was fun. Um, got to try a few spots out there. Um, it's pretty good food. They, we didn't get a chance to go because there was just so much going on. But apparently, they have this really amazing like it's like one of the top rated ice cream places in the world out there, according to like all their. Why you forget the guy that can't eat ice cream, <laughs> <laughs> bro? That's cool. Good I want, play. I want to try. I want to try it. Back. It's called it's called Handles, and the menu sounds incredible. Um, Is it because it gives you love handles? Probably. Uh, yeah, apparently they're small. My first assumption. <laughs> apparently they're small as gigantic, so. Well, or do they just serve it to you, like, in a 1.75 liter container? I don't know. So I didn't get to go. Whether you I get, had you, get a, you get a handle of ice handle cream. Handle of ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. You get a handle of ripper float. I heard it's amazing. I want to try that. Um, yeah, it was, it was really pretty out there, surprisingly, for a desert. Um, got to see a lot of cactus and palm trees, which is Never seen palm trees besides in California, so that kind of blew my mind a little bit to see them not in California. It's kind of weird cactus and palm trees in the same area. Yeah, and some of the cact I think the tallest cactus I saw was solid twenty feet tall. It was really? fucking huge. Wow. And we went to go see the Phoenix Zoo lights at the zoo there. They have like the Christmas lights everywhere. That was really fun. Got to see a couple animals too, but most of them are sleeping. A few monkeys are running. Some flamingos. An elephant. Just his ass though. He was just eating. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> nice. It was pretty cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind going back to visit. Everything's also cool. drastically cheaper out there besides gas. Like, uh, we were looking because my buddy's brother-in-law is looking to move from Texas to there to be closer to family. And they were looking at houses, so we went and looked at a few, um, what are those called? The, 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 the fake houses, the showrooms or whatever? Oh, uh, house. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to go look the at the models. Model. The models, yeah. And... They have a, a five bedroom, four bath model for like four hundred ninety thousand. Which, if that was here, that'd be six hundred plus easy. Yeah, just put on their uh, end of year sale, and they listed like ten homes, and the cheapest one was six fifty up to one point two. That's crazy for a track built home. And the house was it, it was great. They have like fifteen different options for one house, which is amazing. So. Everything's a lot cheaper there. But the fact that we were there in December and it was still 83 degrees blew yeah. my fucking mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been out there in the mostly in the summertime, but like it's like three in the morning, you're sitting out on the porch and just 
hanging out drinking beer and it's still 90 degrees outside and... they don't have heaters their their ac heats their house if that makes sense like they have some kind of system on their ac it's called a heat pump yeah so like every air conditioner is a heat pump it just there's just a valve that switches which side is the condenser and what's the evaporator oh, okay so it can move heat yeah both directions gotcha but i found that out i didn't know that was a thing <clears throat> yeah that was pretty fun though I was I'm pretty sure that palm trees are not native to Phoenix. I think I'm pretty sure they're invasive. Yeah, somebody planted them there. Yeah, they're definitely. But they're everywhere. But the cactuses are. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. plants and banks too will just confuse everyone. Well, I was teaching my roommate too about the. I don't know what species of cactus there is, but there's a cactus there that if you remove it or cut it down without like consent from the government, it's a massive. Thing. Yeah, I, like, I, really... I just read something about that too. <clears throat> they put like GPS trackers in them and everything. Like to make sure, I think it's the San Pedro cactus. Like I think so. It's the ones that get they're super huge, but they're also like three hundred years old. Yeah, they're fucking massive. And they put trackers in them. They're so they're they're yeah. like they're state they're the state plant basically. But like people are just stealing these giant cactuses. Like what the fuck? They'll they cut them down. Them? They'll destroy well, them. Yeah, they'll they'll like try and you know cut bits off to you know make their own clones and whatnot. Okay. But this one guy got fined two hundred thousand dollars because he bought this section of property. That had a bunch of these cactus on it, and I guess he was from like Canada or something. And he cut. Yeah, Canadians. He cut all the cactus down, and stacked it in his front yard and listed it for sale. So he purposely told everybody where he was and the illegal thing he was doing. He got a massive fine. I'm not sure if it was quite that much, but it was a pretty big fine for cutting the cactus down. Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing. So what they'll do is the government, like the city or one of the state, pays for them to be removed and planted elsewhere so they can still keep growing. We've been out here just yanking people out of ditches in two cars in a week. I heard about that. Well, at least one of them. I heard they had a Karen haircut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say so. I mean, he's like 16. He's just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for that kid, man. Like, I know. Yeah. yeah. We had a couple good snowstorms here. I'm hoping it continues. Like, this is fun. What is the uh, what is the most devious way you think you could wrap a present for a secret scene? Ooh. Uh, multiple rolls of duct tape. I've definitely done different layers of things, but I've done duct tape and zip ties. Like just a complete sheet of zip ties interlaced with each other. And then just dunk it in JD Well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a $10 secret Santa. That's $35 worth of JD Well right there. Well, what I think, I think that what you probably should do is collect a bunch of lava rock, heat it up so, so it's molten. Then you just dunk the present in there and bring it back out, and you have a solidified like dino egg Obsi of obsidian. Of obsidian. It's a Minecraft present. I don't think anybody would ever even open it to see what the gift is. They would just be excited over an obsidian egg inside of it. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be stoked about a giant chunk of obsidian. You just smash it open, and it's five dollars to Starbucks. You're like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> But think about how many arrowheads you can make. The process of doing that is so fucking tedious. Dude. <laughs> I follow guys that make all kinds of arrowheads, axes. All, this looks so tedious. Yeah. 
you take this rock and then you use a smaller rock to do this, and then you use an Elkhorn to do this part. Oh my god, damn. What always bugs me about it is they start with this giant chunk, right? Well, they just want to make an arrowhead. And they're like breaking chunks off that are the size of arrowheads that you could make one out. And then they take this like, you know, baseball sized piece and then whittle it down to one arrowhead. Like you could have made fucking 20 arrowheads out of that just off the pieces you broke off of it. Like I would have broke one chunk off and been like, there it is. 90% of the way there. You, know? you heard it here first. The Native Americans didn't care about the environment either. They were inefficient. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not the Native Americans doing it. Right. <laughs> it's these fucking asshats on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen the have you seen the Jade guys? The uh, I, it's some Asian people. I'm not sure what what brand they are. But they they just go to like this trade show and buy a rock wrapped in plastic and they take it home and they cut it open to see if it's real jade. I got really deep into a rabbit hole on fucking. Was, I watched some of this jade show too. It, it was there was a Discovery Channel show about jade mining. Is that what you're talking about? No, it's like just these little Asian dudes that go to like their their homie whatever, and he just has looks like you know they could be this big or you know eight inches, and they just take them home and they they wet cut them, oh. and then they take a flashlight. They know it's jade right away or it's. Uh, apparently, they can make a fuck ton of money off a little bit of jade if it's pure. But as long as we got one jade rock, just a whole bunch of other rocks, like we're good. Apparently, jade. one good one. Downtown Manatee, there's a gem shop where they people sell like these like twenty thousand dollar geodes and all these other kinds of gems that are yeah. supposed to heal you and all that. But they've right. also got like tacky ass crystal dragon, don't they? Yeah, they got like everything. Yeah, all kinds of stuff, right? Well, they were right next to the duck shop in. Manatee. Did they have, did they have any grapes? It was it was a it was a shop literally just dedicated to rubber ducks. There was thousands and thousands of rubber ducks. Really, I have not seen that. Well, apparently the rubber duck shop wasn't as popular as the as the jade shop, and so the person that owned the gem shop, their business got bigger. They bought out the rubber duck shop next door, and all their inventory, so they could expand their shop. And they just took thousands of rubber ducks and now have them stored in their basement and don't know what to do with them. And so I want to see if I can acquire thousands of rubber ducks <laughs> at a really low rate. That is a Jeep driver's wet dream. I would be so happy just oh, be like, I will that. clear your whole basement for $400. I'm actually with that. I'll pitch. Can yeah. we like release them all into the I know. I need to get in touch with this. I know. Oh, oh yeah. It's got to be better yep. than that. Well, there's a particular house that we need. Yeah, I was talking to one of my coworkers actually knows the owner of the gem shop. And so he said he was going to reach out to him and see what they were doing with the rubber duck. I just need a thousand rubber ducks. <laughs> like, let me clear out your basement. How much would you sell that whole inventory for? Because you don't really care about the rubber ducks. You just you care about the space. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're helping each other out. Yeah. Know, right? I'll even move them out. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have you seen uh, there's this guy on Reddit? called fucks with ducks no <laughs> <laughs> sounds illegal <laughs> yeah he's i mean i'm worried but i want to see where this is going uh, the lemonade. there's just lots of like semi-erotic photos with pictures <clears throat> of rubber ducks uh, and it's very strange there's thousands of them Someone definitely done with the ducks, you can sell them to this guy. Like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> some people look at, that. look at that sea of ducks 60,000 rubber ducks with sunglasses. That's that dude in the basement. Oh, for those people who you can't see, uh, I picked up a pack of the Arizona hard iced teas. And uh, we got the lemon, 
We got the honey and uh, green tea, and we got the peach. And so far, I think the lemon's the best, but green tea's really going hard good. over here. Lemon, lemon was pretty good on the Arizona hard tea. The peach, I think, is ass cheeks. The green tea is really good though. Oh yeah, that that peach was real. I moved to peach. Peach, peachy. Tastes like a cough syrup brand. Like it doesn't taste like good. Let me try the gold. What was this? Okay. Pretty sure the world's largest rubber duck is in Canada. Probably. They like floated it in their bay for a long time. It was like that giant duck that was just out in the middle of the ocean. Is that the one that collects trash? I don't know. That like, probably collect just trash. I think it's a duck. It's called Mr. Happy. It's like this machine that like the currents let it it's got paddles in the bottom of it, and the no. currents let the paddles spin. And as it spins, it's got this big ass net inside of it that collects trash and just dumps it to the side. I've seen the giant duck. I didn't know there was a combination of the two. It might not be a duck, but I know it's this massive. I could have swore it was a duck. But I know there's a massive thing that does that. And I've always wanted to see it. Because apparently it collects like millions of pounds of trash a year. Yeah, we need to release a few of those in the ocean. So you saw that like art project with the robotic arm that slowly really leaked its. Yeah, hydraulic yeah. blew it out, and that it was had to keep bringing it back. Badly in. beautiful. I know, yeah. but I'm <laughs> just imagining. Kind of tragic. I'm just imagining the duck the same thing, where like its entire mission is to pick up all the trash out of the ocean, but as it picks it up, it dumps it out the side back into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so it just spends its whole life cleaning up the mess that it's making. So <laughs> at least like compact the trash first, <laughs> you know, that way it sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Could you imagine an army of ducks that clean up trash in the oceans and bodies of water? That'd be fucking cool. So yeah, just yeah. a bunch of ducks swimming around with like those, you know, six pack collars around their necks. <laughs> World War Three busts out, and these islands just see this army of ducks coming by, and they're like, "Oh no!" Wait, <laughs> they have to have speakers that say, "You got any grapes?" They just had a whole Christmas version of that song come out. Um, yeah, I don't think the peach one's bad. I don't think the peach one's terrible. I don't like it. The, uh, the you green tea like one is getting worse the more I drink it. Like the peach monster? Mm -hmm. The lemon one was a little busy at first, but... I like, I like the green tea one. I like it nice. the more. I haven't tried the green tea one. I'm going to save the green tea one for me. Is there any of that? There's one. Okay. I think it's the most peaceful flavor. It's really, like, chill. The most peaceful. It doesn't feel like you're actually drinking alcohol. The lemon one tastes like alcohol. Yeah, yeah. White elephant gift exchanges, right? Fifteen twenty dollars. You bring a gift. People open it. It gets stolen. What do you think would be? What is the absolute worst white elephant gift? You see people buy these, and then somebody opens them, and they're just like, "Fuck." There's several, in my opinion. Anything baked good wise, that like you made at home because you're a cheap fuck. Blankets, and anything you see that's really like three or four dollars at Walmart. You're like, this would be great. Nobody's gonna know. I would go the opposite direction. That I'd be like somebody that spends way too much money. Like they throw like a brand new MacBook or something in the white <laughs> elephant, and then just everybody is fighting to the death over it. Like that one time, this particular uh, ex boss of mine, he used to have a gigantic erection for a company called Uline. Not sure if you heard of them. If you spend <laughs> they make safety products, right? Yeah, and they make everything. You can buy anything <laughs> out of the Uline catalog. So if you spend X amount of dollars, they give you a free gift. Uh -huh. And this individual saved up a lot of his free gift points and bought like a $600 speaker. It was a 20 or not even, I think it was $15 for the price limit. And he puts this speaker out there and I was like the second person to choose. And I chose the fucking speaker by total accident. 
and it got stolen like by three different people, and the last person just sold it on eBay because he wanted the money. Yeah, well, a situation like that. Yeah. The last I'm like, dude, I would have used the too. fucking speaker because I worked in a warehouse at the time. Yeah, he, right. yeah, and then the dude was all like, like flexing, like, yeah, I was willing to prop the speaker in. And you're like, yeah, with the company's fucking points, you didn't spend shit <laughs> on this white elephant. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a really shitty thing. Like, but I, I go back and forth because that is an amazing gift. But it does kind of ruin the spirit of the game because it's just going to instantly get stolen until it's locked out, and like people want that just because of the value of it is so much higher than yeah. anything else in the gift exchange. But I'm talking about like you open up this gift and you're just like, well, I'm stuck with this. There's definitely nobody that's going to steal this gift. I feel like a cookbook or a fucking calendar or something like. It's Obviously, usually I can blankets. look up any. Yeah, I'm actually cool with the blankets one. Saying like, yeah, I don't know if it was like a themed cookbook. I think that'd be interesting. Like maybe it's just like I have you know the vast inter- fucking information of the planet in my cell phone. I can look up any recipe I want to. Oh sure, but then you got to deal with the bullshit blog about how oh my grandpa used to take me to the lake on Saturdays and this is what we eat yeah, afterwards. Really that at all. First, let me tell you about how we floated down the river. And, yeah. Dude, that shit used. To, I, I looked up orange chicken recipe one time. I wanted to make orange chicken from scratch. And I had to read like 42 minutes of shit. And then she was like, oh yeah, just chicken, some fucking uh, baking powder. Here's it, it and two My grandma made this recipe when she came over from China and then did that, even though it's fucking it orange chicken's an American dish. Isn't it just orange peels and chicken? Kind of. Yeah, it's, got, it's got wasabi paste and ginger paste and flour and red chili, fl- uh, red chili flakes and a couple other things. Well, it's turmeric really cook, and I could figure it's yeah, breaded chicken. Yeah, I would have got halfway through the first paragraph and already been at the end. I just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling for forever just to get to the recipe where it's like, yeah, do this, this, this. You're good. And I was like, okay, thank you. Take some chicken, pour some orange juice on it. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> I think though, honestly, like you open that fifteen dollar bottle of wine. Nobody's stealing a $15 bottle of wine from you. Now you're just stuck with That's a cheap bottle of wine. Not true. Yeah, I might have taken it. So, I was just at yeah, a wine I was thing. at a party and I didn't have any booze. Yeah, and that I, was going I around. feel like... Like, you can steal the empty bottle now. Right? <laughs> well, I was just at my girlfriend's white elephant for her work. And a lot of people brought alcohol. Somebody got, like, two beat boxes and a pack of, like, the... Fireballs, you can get it. Oh, the gas station yeah. ones, the malt liquor ones. Yeah. That got stolen three times. Somebody got a cheap bottle of fucking Stella Rosé. That got stolen three times. Somebody got a fishbowl, like a fishbowl glass that had like a couple shooters inside of it. That got stolen three times. Yeah, I can see that. But a cheap bottle of wine? Stella Rosé is a cheap bottle of wine. It's like 12 bucks. Yeah. Dude, the big ones I see get stolen all the time. And I know it's kind of a cop-out, but screw so. Is like the potentials there, and I've seen people hit on scratchers at one level, you know, decent, like no, nothing big, but that's when you scratch it, right when you get it. But I think the biggest thing for white elephants to get me is the different rules. So, like the one we were just had together, it was a basic two steals. That's it. Yeah. That seems pretty fair. Yeah. The one I was just at. Oh, also let me clarify. If it gets stolen, like say John steals my present, I cannot immediately steal it back from John. I have to steal from somebody else or get a new yeah, present. Yeah, that makes sense. As long as you guys are just steal back and forth forever. Yeah. And so the one I was just at, it was three steals before it's locked in, and you could steal it back from the person that stole it. So this lady was a total fucking Karen. She got this. It was it was pretty decent. It was like a nice bottle of whiskey, and because the owners the owners got like the really nice they own the business. Yeah. So they 
they put out two really nice, high-quality presents. It was like a nice bottle of whiskey, some shot glasses, some aromatherapy shit, and nail polish all in this one package. Uh-huh. This lady took it. She stole it from somebody else. Somebody was going to go steal it. She's like, well, just so you know, if you steal it, I'm taking it right back from you, and then it's mine forever. So no one fucked with her the rest of the night because she was going to be a bitch like that. It doesn't seem fair or fun to me. I feel like that ruins the game. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's, it's, it's not well thought out. Yeah. They definitely kind of prefer Secret Santa over White Elephant. I think it's a little cooler. Yeah. yeah. A little more personal. Agreed. You guys are in for a real treat tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty happy with mine, though. I, I, think it's I have decent. yet to shop for my Secret Santa. It's mine. Nobody gets mad at it. Like, so, even so, when they're done and they don't win, they're like, oh, that was fun. So my present's not about the present. It's about the delivery. Oh. Well, the packaging. Yes. I got your present in my pocket. Let me, let me put it to you this way. Uh, I have to bring a specific tool with me so the person can open their gift. No shit. Is it a sawzall? It's a grinder. <laughs> Is it encased in something that needs to be ground off? Because that would be amazing. Did, did you weld the wrapping onto it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw one like that where it was uh, they like welded parts of it and like hammered and glued parts of it together, but on the inside it was like a bottle or something. I'm not gonna tell you what mine is, but uh, you can't hit mine with a hammer either. Nice. I can't wait to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> I gotta get a video of the individual trying to open said present. This should be a two part episode, so everyone gets to hear about that. And I don't want to. This might accidentally give away too much, but this individual that is receiving his gift is somebody that they don't usually see eye to eye and don't get along with. Oh, yeah, we're currently... Very publicly in our group chats right now. So it's you. perfect. <laughs> That's so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, who could that be? Let's be fair, I had this idea before the beef started. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so much better. Is <laughs> because who he's giving it to. And then he went back and just added a few more layers to it. <laughs> oh, it's, so just so I don't get the contents too hot when I weld the final side on, I'm going to measure it and weld the three sides. I'm going to wrap it in wood first. That way when I'm welding the final side on, it doesn't get too hot. Because mm. it can't get too hot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be screwed together with makeshift tube, whatever I can find in my shop. You actually just left the gift on the inside on fire so he finally gets it open. It's just you a dark mess. The good thing is it can put itself out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it in actual paper, wrap it in wood, weld the cage on it, and then wrap that again and bring it here. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what other Christmas party themes do you guys know about? Like we got White Elephant, we got Secret Santa, and we got Ugly Christmas Sweater. I like that thing you posted earlier about it. Entry fee is one shot, and there's just a table full of shots by the front door. <laughs> yeah, but did you see the joke part of it? No, no, I just saw that. It, it said like, for adults was a shot, and then for kids it was just uh, yeah. melatonin. Can I just down the, the whole bottle? <laughs> <laughs> like, stop bringing Sleep kids to our adult Christmas party. Okay? <laughs> Have you seen those? Me- it might be a joke. It might not be. Where the parents are like. Mommy wants to go to sleep early tonight. Hands the kid a fucking bag of gummies they already pulled open, and it's just full of melatonin. <laughs> I mean, I've seen parents give their kids a melatonin get gummy to go to sleep. I mean, I don't think it's dangerous at all. Technically, they're designed for kids. So. Technically, you can't really overdose on melatonin. I mean, 
you can because it'll make you like super lethargic, but I don't think it there's I don't think there's enough of a dose that it could actually kill you. Yeah, well, you can be grumpy. I don't I know about anybody else, but me personally, if I have too much melatonin and use it too often, like I am just grumpy as fuck in the mornings. Like I uh, do, like I that's why I stopped taking it. Man. So I've recently had I've I always have trouble sleeping. Like I, the yeah. act of getting to sleep has been the most difficult. Yeah, thing I mean, one hundred percent ADHD is like you know I understand. So. Kendra, every night, she pops one. Really bad days, she'll pop two, just to help her sleep. And occasionally, if I'm really tired, I have to sleep. Like, this whole week, I have to be on the job site by 6 o'clock. So, like, I have to be up early as fuck to get there, because it's in Fountain, and I live out, out. Yeah. So that's a long drive. And so, the other night, I was really tired, and I wanted to sleep, so I took five. And hers are 15 milligrams. I had the wildest fucking dreams that I can't even remember. But I woke up like six times because my dreams were fucking nuts. Yeah, that happens too. Mm-hmm. I like how we just had that dream to talk episode a little while ago. And like since then, like I've been having wild dreams. Like I had a fucking like night terror. Story time. Like, bro, no, this was the scariest <laughs> dream I have had in a long time, dude. Like I was fucking shook. And I was like by myself at the hotel room, like still sweating off the night I had and everything. Like that shit fucked me up, man. Like, so this was when you were in North yeah, Carolina? Yeah, this was when I was in, uh, I'm uh no, I was in uh, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia at the time, okay. in Peachtree. But no, it was just some weird, like scary, vivid dream. Uh, I had drank that night, but like it was weird. Like I didn't really get drunk at all. I was just more like like tired and dehydrated. I had I had a good amount of whiskey, and it was weird that I wasn't feeling it or anything. But I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm done. I'm just gonna go to bed. Couldn't sleep, tossing and turning, and all that shit. And it was that weird, like you never sleep or not. You know what I'm saying? When they first start out and everything, and like. Bro, there was, like, different versions of me, like, bad versions of me, like, dancing around the bed in the fucking hotel room, and I was like, uh, what's the one where you're locked to the bed and can't move and shit? And like, oh, yeah, with ropes and shit? No, 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 what are you talking about? Night here, or, uh, sleep paralysis. <laughs> that one, yeah, sleep paralysis. yeah, sleep paralysis, <laughs> cinches and ropes, what are you talking about? <laughs> that just sounds like a good night to me. You said you were locked to the bed. nightmare. You <laughs> <laughs> said you were locked to the bed, goddammit. But yeah, like, it was in the hotel room that I was in, and everything was the same and all that. And like that shit fucked me up, dude. And I was just like, nope, I'm gonna sleep through this. And like, <laughs> and then woke up again. And like, then I was in like the the movie portion of the dream. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I realized that it was like a ceiling fan in in the hotel room. And I was like, hell yeah, it's hot in here. I'm sweating. Like, you know, I'm gonna turn that on. And I go to turn it on, and I realized there's like all these knives and like like open knives and like razors and nails and all this shit on top of the blades. And if I had turned the fucking fan on, they all would have fell off onto me while I was on the bed. And I'm like, you know, what kind of fucking service is this? You know, I'm at a hotel, man. I can't do that shit. Like, Are you sure in a hotel there's a bunch of free knives and you're complaining yeah, about it? Like, yeah, like, like me, me would have been like, sweet, a bunch of free knives. Air travel sucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> TSA is going to love this. Dude, I a, you said no liquids, okay? It's less than three ounce night. Yeah, like, I get a couple of them, and I'm like, I'm mad, and I'm like on my way to the front desk to go complain about this shit, and like... How'd you get out, how'd you get out of bed? I thought you were trapped. No, this is like the, the movie portion of the dream. Like, oh, okay. I went through that one portion, and then it was just like, I noped out of it, and tried to go to sleep, but I guess I was already dreaming. At least I hope I was, because if not, that was fucking weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> so I go out into the hotel... And, like, all of the people staying at the hotel, like, like the hallway was, like, the restaurant portion of the hotel. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's just, like, sitting there, like, not moving. 
you know what I'm saying? Like staring and it's all like, you know, old horror movie, like everything's dust covered and all that shit, dude. And like I walk through and I'm like, this is fucking weird. Where's the front desk? I got a complaint to make. You know what I mean? Like, these pocket knives are cheap as fuck. <laughs> You're gonna try and get some better people to confiscate pocket knives from. <laughs> I hope that you were like sleepwalking and you actually like we're just like in your boxers, <laughs> and everybody was just frozen, staring at you. Like, what is this guy doing? That part fucked me up too, because with the whole like different versions of me like dancing around the bed, like I woke up and was like, dude, did I dance around the bed last night? Like, what the fuck is going on, man? And like, like, long story short, fucking, uh, I ended up getting into a, a fight with like the other me's, but couldn't hurt them because if I hurt them, it hurt me. And then I was running from them and like knocked over a bunch of shit. And like all the people staying at the hotel got super mad at me, and they're all trying to put the shit back together on the tables the right way because supposedly you live this one day over and over for eternity. So if like that bottle falls over and you pick it up, now you got to do that every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? So that's why everybody was just sitting there not moving so they didn't have to do the same thing every day. And, like, it had a lot of depth to it, dude. That shit was, that was a weird wow. fucking dream. Like, so yeah, I woke up, like, very strange. yeah, no, like, I woke up, like, in full sweats, dude, and, like, blankets off the bed and, like, shit like that. Like, Bro, sounds like you were. I have not had, world. like, a fever dream or whatever that was, nightmare like that, since I was, like, a child, bro. That was weird. But, yeah, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a pretty wild dream last night where I was fucking, like, just driving through, like, Antarctica or some shit. There was just nothing but snow and glaciers and everything. I wake up, and the fucking generator in my truck had died. So it was, like, 20 degrees inside, and I'm just, like, huddled up in my sleeping bag. Like, wake up, open my eyes, I can see my fucking breath. Just, yeah, it was miserable. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it, it does make sense. You were driving through the, the freezing cold. Yeah. You were freezing cold. I was freezing cold. But I uh, wish I would have just woken up and turned the heater on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it the other night. Nikki had to wake me up because I was, like, actually yelling, Nikki, stop, at, like, 2 in the morning. Because I was having a dream where Nikki was probably doing something that she shouldn't have been doing and i was yelling her to stop verbally and woke her up and so she woke me up she's like what what are you doing I'm sleeping. am i not supposed to be sleeping oh apparently i was yelling ellie stop as well <laughs> yeah. that makes sense kendra was that telling, dog's always up to no good kendra was telling me the other day oh well, sometime last week I had I was yelling in my sleep, talking loud enough at least for her to hear it, and she caught the end of the conversation with her. Kreischer? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she said whatever whatever I was talking about was like extremely violent, and then I just rolled over and looked at her and said, "Ha ha ha ha! I tricked you." <laughs> I was like, "What the?" Fuck? He, he probably chopped off Bert Kreischer's leg or something, and then he's like, "What the fuck, man?" And then Tristan's like, "Ha! I tricked you!" and stitched it back on. <laughs> Just Hello funny. and welcome to another episode of Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> now I've been fucking. I had a dream. Have you ever played Cyberpunk 2077? Uh, no, but I've seen it played. I haven't played that game in a solid year and a half, two years probably. I had a dream the other day where I was in the fucking game and like I was the main character, but I was also like the ghost robot that's in your brain inside the game. Mm. So you have to play the game to understand what I'm talking about. But I was basically me and Keanu Reeves in the fucking in my dream. 
It's Keanu Reeves. Why was Johnny Silverhand not the main character? I don't the know. The advertisements really made it seem like they Keanu did. Reeves was going to be the main character. I mean, at the end of the game, he kind of is. Dude, I'm sad that none of you... Or Tristan, have you seen the movie fucking uh, uh, Leave the World Behind? No. It's out right now. It's uh, I'd ask both of you guys to watch it because I wanted to bring it up tonight. Maybe we'll bring it up on the next episode, but... Yeah, it looks like it just came out. Yeah, no, it just came out, but it's gaining a lot of, like, distraction online and everything. Kind of like the uh, Don't Look Up movie. You know what I mean? But this mm-hmm. one, uh, it was uh, co-directed or helped directed or something like that by the Obamas and everything. Uh, it supposedly has a bunch of, like, secret messages in it. Uh, some of the things that happen in the movie, I'm not going to do any spoilers because it is super new. But some of the things that happen in the movie are, like, currently happening right fucking now. And it's just a trip, dude. Now there's all these conspiracy theories about how, like, they were secretly trying to, like, help people out. Like, hey, this is going to happen, you know, just a forewarning and stuff like that, man. So if you guys check that out, I'd, I'd appreciate it, man. Next uh, next podcast, we'll talk about it because I've been going on a rabbit hole or down a rabbit hole with that, dude. Literally, it's just blowing up all my feet, dude. Like, I was checking out shit online. And yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It is a fun little conspiracy rabbit hole speaking of weird kind of conspiracy thing you guys hear about the uh ceo of open ai mm. like chat gpt yeah and yeah he sam altman yeah what you're talking about. so he got fired or like basically released from the board and then picked up by microsoft within a weekend and then on monday they put in uh, they appointed a different ceo and then Tuesday, a different CEO because everybody quit. And then Wednesday, a third CEO. And by the end of the week, they had Sam back, okay. essentially. Yeah. They, so, um, but in the meantime, while he was gone, he's a, he did an interview saying that he's excited to bring stuff to Microsoft and talk about the stuff that they've developed at OpenAI because he said they had breakthroughs that were too scary to talk about or to open the release to the public. I've heard some yeah, pretty crazy shit about pretty it. Pretty ominous. Yeah. I mean, like, so, like, what What could he be alluding to? Like, was it weaponized? Or... There's a theory going around right now. I'm not sure how, how long the theory has been going around. But there's a theory going around that eventually we're going to live in... You've heard of the metaverse, right? They're, they're thinking that that's going to be... Uh, I, probably not in our lifetimes, maybe near the end of it, where everybody lives strictly online... But like they're they're thinking that there's going to be a concept where we'll use Netflix as an example, where it could be Hulu or fucking even Disney. You could type into the search bar, "I want to see a brand new Toy Story," right? You could Toy Story Seven, and you give it an idea, and then Netflix or whatever whatever streaming whatever streaming platform it is will then create an entire movie based off of the little bit of information you gave it and the title you're giving it. So like you can watch basically a brand new movie that's been fully created by AI. I mean, you, we kind of can get close to some of that. Yeah, we'll see that. Not like an entire out. movie, but yeah, we get... That is a wild concept, though. Yeah. I mean, that's going to break Hollywood. Like, you could literally put any actor or anything or, you know... Crazy. Well, okay, here's a crazier idea for you. You ever heard of Rocco's back Basilisk? Nope. Okay, so this this is a thought experiment. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say Rocco's not in life. No. <laughs> I've heard of him. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's so, my brain. I'm quoting directly from Wikipedia here, because uh, I don't remember the full story, but it's a thought experiment which states that an otherwise benevolent 
artificial superintelligence in the future would be incentivized to create a virtual reality simulation to torture anyone who knew of its potential existence but did not directly contribute to its advancement or development in order to incentivize said advancement. So basically, right, now that you know that this is going to exist in the future, right, if you don't help bring it into existence, you are going to be tortured. Ah, so it's basically... By, by this artificial super AI. On a similar version, it's just the game. Everybody just lost the game. Yeah, pretty much. On a more complicated version, it's just Christianity. If you know about God, and you sin, you go to hell. But if you never heard about the (laughs) word of God, then you can't sin, because you don't know of a sin. So if you, yeah. So So like if a missionary comes and knocks on your door and you believe him, then you better go fucking spread the word of Christ, otherwise you're going to burn in hell. But if you'd have never shown up, then you would have been fine. Exactly. <laughs> Pyramid schemes. <laughs> oh man! But no, like it's just—it's crazy to think that like um, that's where AI is going. And speaking of the metaverse, though, the what Apple is doing with their new AI device, I think is really where we're headed very rapidly. Like, the Apple device now has a bunch of front-facing cameras, and it has, like, a, a camera facing your eyes, too, which I think is almost creepy, but now when you're wearing so it's like the Oculus, but when you're wearing it, it will project an image of your face on the front of it so people can see your eyes, but it has a ton of front-facing uh, cameras, so you can, um, it's, you can fully interact with all, with everything in your environment. So it's full color. Like the Oculus is just black and white with their front, one front facing yeah. camera or whatever they have. But Apple is full color, full HD. And so you can sit there and do dishes. And in the meantime, grab like virtual, right. use your hands as controllers. So you can grab a virtual YouTube screen and move it over here. And so you can be watching YouTube while you're doing your dishes or whatever. Because then you're basically just have a full like. Apparently, UI in front of your face. They still apparently, the uh, the pass through on the new MetaQuest is pretty simple. I haven't seen too much about that. I just seen the Apple one and seen people like that's what they're doing. They're just walking around doing right. tours around their house and stuff, watching YouTube. And I think that's probably where we're headed. Is that we're gonna go through most of our life where we have you're gonna see it. I I, I don't think so. I do not think so. I kind of agree with that though. I've always had this idea in my head where. There's going to be some version of some platform or quest or just glasses of some sort until, where they... Until they can shrink the technology down to where it's just a contact lens or like an actual implant in your eye. Like Futurama did the iPhone. Yeah, right? yeah and it's an actual phone that it's, goes yeah, in your it, eye. It's in your you eye. That's not where I was going. One that just like you still see everything like the way it looks, but it just like changes the theme of everything. So like around Halloween time, you know, you'd wear these... And everyone that you see would have, like, zombie theme on them. But, like, sitting here at the t- table right now, it would just be you guys sitting here with me. But, like, through these glasses or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys would just look like zombies to me or something. Like, I've but always why, had this idea in my head of that. Why would, maybe not, like, walking down the street, right? Because I could see where you're hesitant to believe that. But, like, driving a vehicle. We have nearly autonomous vehicles already, and... Tesla's technology and how much they're sharing and different things. Other vehicles adopting the same technology. Once they all get on the same page, 
drivably nearly autonomous, right? So what stops people from then wearing these headsets so you can still see where you're going, but then in the meantime you can like have like YouTube or whatever playing because they're gonna have to get the latency down to basically nothing, right? I mean, how much in order for you, you not right now? in order for you not to get motion sickness? Like, there's there's plenty because if there was a ton, I mean, the the displays that they're using, I think the uh, the Apple Vision Pro or whatever the fuck it's called. It's uh, it's got like a 110 hertz screen, right? Which still gives you a massive amount of latency compared to you know real life. Yeah, but if I mean like they're so at least in the advertisements, they're showing like people doing dishes and doing laundry, and if you have too much latency, you'd be dropping dishes or wouldn't be grabbing it like stuff like that. It's also a commercial. I know, but that's what I'm wondering. Is like how yeah. is it that far off? Like Probably. can you? Can you not do dishes while watching YouTube then? You might be able to do dishes, but more complex tasks like driving a vehicle? Well, you're not driving. You are just sitting there letting your car drive and trying to... It'd be mostly so this way you don't get motion sickness. So I feel like you just wear an Oculus right now and you try to well, do VR while driving. You're that's my whole point. Sickness. Even the, the pass-through mode on these VR headsets, lots of people still get motion sickness because of the latency. Like, you feel this sort of jello effect, right? As you're moving around, the motion tracking isn't good enough yet to where it's tracking perfectly. And there's this lag time between when you're actually moving and when the screen's updating, right? So... What if it was more like, you know, the windshield and the heads-up display? You know, the gauges and everything are cast onto the windshield and you're just looking through the windshield but you can still see the sure, gears moving. Yeah, I can, yeah I, I can definitely see... Passing yeah, the we, we, we can do that now. Yeah, but why? Why would that, you? I mean, why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you just look at a screen instead? I mean, yeah. there's better contrast. There's better colors. I'm just saying that would uh, eliminate the latency issue if you're just looking through and able to see everything, and then well, on your yeah, glasses it's just a piece of cast on. Well, it. like there was Google Glass. Like we tried that. Everyone hated it. Hmm, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like 2012. Oh, really? Yeah. We called them glass folks. <laughs> there was a whole... Because the thing looked so fucking dorky, right? You just had this, like, big old board cube in front of one eye. And it was, like, a little projector screen. And you could see through it. So, like, you could still see the outside world. But it was this whole, like, augmented reality thing. And you could interact with it and all that. Yeah, it was yeah. just... It was dumb. Everyone hated it. Also it sound from a TV show. Huh? Also stolen from a TV show. Well, I mean, but I mean, science that's fiction, fiction, right? It's it's always fiction and yeah. science fact. Like, there's, there's like lots of things that but TV about, shows thought of. Maybe someday we'll have this, and then yeah, it becomes a reality. But think about this: it's stolen. Kyle was talking about the Apple thing, right? You've seen Futurama. Well, remember the iPhone episode. Yeah, yes, I literally just talked about this. That's what I was talking yeah. about before. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's stolen from that. Like they 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 probably wouldn't have had that idea, at least in the original capacity that it is, without having that information from the like the idea from the show. Uh, I think it kind of goes hand in hand though. Like there's technologies leading a certain way, and then we can see in the feet like we can make up realistic guesses. Of, like when. The, that's like saying that any TV show ever that's had a flying car 
Like if we ever invented flying cars, we're just stealing it out of the Jetsons. But it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's the idea. It, it's it, technically it is a stolen idea. Whether it, obviously you can't patent an idea from a TV show. Yeah, maybe. Shark I mean, Tank, the old Star like, Tracks had those little things they could FaceTime each other on. You know, is that where? I mean, it just goes to show, like, all, like, so many of these ideas that we think are futuristic, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe someday we'll have flying cars. Like, we have flying cars. They're called helicopters, right? They're expensive and not super useful in most people's day-to-day lives. Yeah. We got actually flying <laughs> cars now. Just, like, vehicles, one-man vehicles that are basically giant drones. Well, but so, think like, about the implication if we did have... Flying cars, right? Like, every idiot that has a car now has basically a helicopter, right? Your chances of having a car fall on you from out of the sky aren't currently zero, like, because you could be driving under an overpass or something. (laughs) But they're pretty fucking close to zero. And they'd be a lot further away from that if we had flying cars. I think before we have flying cars, like, autonomous vehicles and, you know, stuff like that's going to have to take off. Because there's... Like, people can't drive now, you know, like, on the roads. So, like, when it yeah. comes to actually flying from point A to point B and everyone having their own personalized flying vehicle or something like that, they're going to be, they're going to fly themselves. Like, they're not going to allow the there's, general there's public There's no fucking way fly we're, ever, we're ever, ever going to have the general public have a flying means of transportation. See, I disagree with that. I just don't think they're going to be able to fly it themselves. I think they'd be able to get in it and type their destination in, and then you just sit in it and ride to your destination. Okay, but who's going to inspect these flying vehicles before each and every trip to make sure that everything is good on them? And, and that there's they're in thing, perfect working order. And people probably said the same thing when the Model T first came out and Henry Ford was coming exactly. out with the assembly line car. Like, who's going to inspect every single one of these cars to make sure that they're capable to be going down the road and well, they're not going to you actually pre trip your but, truck or vehicle every time before you get in? Oh, man. Yes, Sometimes I, I do. get halfway there. He has to. It's a standard DOT requirement. I at least look at the fucking tires and make sure I don't have a flat, you know? Yeah, maybe on my driver's side, I do not walk around to the other side. Two of them are good, so I like to 50 shots. With that theory, it could be for anything bridges, buildings. Buildings don't get inspected that often. Buildings don't need to be inspected. Very yes, they do. They the don't earth... have mil- They don't have moving parts. The Earth ships. They're not. They're not flying. <laughs> That's it. Still has to be inspected for safety. But even like, we think about every time a plane goes into the air, right? Somebody has to inspect it first. Make sure that everything's going good. Are Are you gonna pay someone right to inspect your? car before you go, you know, fly but off even to work every morning? After even a while. commercial airliner, like, they do an inspection, but it's not like a very, like, one, yeah. super, super in-depth sure. one. Even if it's, they pull, even the, if they it's pull things a fairly cursory and... inspection, right? It's still above the layperson's ability. But eventually it's going to get to the point where that's not going to have to happen. I don't think, like, a, a, a pilot is trained specifically for their career. But I don't think that they're like extraordinarily talented in order to become a pilot. It, no, a layperson can be not, trained I'm to not, become a pilot. Sure. So a layperson can become they can trained be, to fly can be, a flight. Just they like nowadays, like with a vehicle. But like, can you trust 
the average person. But bro, right? the average that's person just trying to change their that's oil. That's just trying they, to fucking commute. Exactly. So, but the, what the but, average person can do is get in their car and they see that little dummy light go off that something's wrong. You know what I mean? And that's a right. good indicator that hey, I need to do something. To and the they're vehicle. they're on the and ground. Worst case scenario, they go into a ditch or they crash into another car or another. If they choose to keep right, right, and this, but it's still right, only it's they're still only moving in two dimensions. Now you're talking about adding a third fucking dimension to it. And I'm saying but, if that little dummy light was makes on, everything it worse and more complicated. Period. Yeah, John, it's just gonna have a fucking emergency. I agree. Light. That's what we would do. We would have it do a self inspection on most of its systems, and the, the technology wouldn't allow it to fly if it but faulted anything. Here's the thing, right? You know what Cessnas are, right? Small, yeah, maybe five four passenger planes, right? Roughly. It depends on which Cessna you're sure. talking about. But they they're small. They're, like they're two to fifteen. They're small planes. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have that many hours. You yourself could go apply for your pilot's license. You only have to fly with an actual li- licensed pilot for it might only be like one hundred and fifty hours, possibly less. Bro, mm-hmm. I can and then go you can take as many un served uh supervised flights as you want to hit your flight power your flight your flight hours you have to hit to get your actual pilot's license of that grade right well, i can go out and buy that an exactly. ultralight right it's now and i don't even need a license to fucking man it like that's 100 percent legal i can buy an ultralight right now and go fly it without any type of training or any type of license and that is 100 percent legal oh an ultralight sure yeah an ultralight i mean yeah. and that's still flying i could plumb it out of the air in no fucking time <laughs> Like, no, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've never flown anything. Gravity's very consistent. Yep. <laughs> yeah, You're still not allowed to take off off of your fucking front porch or your driveway. I mean, yeah, there is legalities to like flying over town or like, <laughs> populated areas and stuff like that. But I'm like right. Tristan's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, a anyone... recreational vehicle. It's 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 not. It doesn't have the same utility that a car does. Neither but that's what I'm saying. Is that it would be like we aren't that far off with how fast technology moves. From Tesla and their AI technology controlling two dimensions of vehicles. And in theory, if every single vehicle had the exact same technology as Tesla right now and could communicate to each other like airplanes do, they would be able to navigate the roads and we would have nearly zero accidents. Agreed. Airplanes, for the majority, from my understanding, a lot of commercial airlines are not even often flown by the pilots. They they they're, they're mostly there for oh, takeoff. Very rarely. Yeah. No, the plane we is, have sure, the plane is on a yeah. step back. And like right now two airplanes on the same altitude coming at each other, the air traffic control usually will first tell which one to divert. Should anything uh be should air traffic control not catch it or the airplanes catch it first, there is onboard systems that they determine which airplanes are where, what the geography is like, and it will they will talk between each other, decide which one goes up, which one goes down, which one goes left, which one goes right, and then it tells the right. pilots, you will go down right, you will go up left, and then they will, it doesn't matter what air traffic control says, the airplanes have already decided what is their best r- out- outcome for these two planes, and they go with that direction. Huge part of the equation you're missing, right? Okay, first off, in order for us to have flying cars, they'd have to be capable of vertical takeoff. Right? Sure. Not gonna agree. Yeah, agree. yeah. We can't just have every every person, every house have their own fucking runway. Have you ever heard of an Osprey gunner? No, but what? I'm I'm not saying that vertical takeoff and landing yeah. planes don't exist. But they crunch all of them. 
They crash a lot. They crash a lot. And they don't have autopilot. Yeah, but we're not talking about anything that big. We're talking about just like an actual Tesla, something that there talks. are There's a multiple neighborhoods in the United States already that are airplane neighborhoods where you have an airstrip in the center of your neighborhood and then the taxiways are your driveways and you have your own hangar at your house. Yeah, my boss has one. Ten feet from his driveway. But people... I'm not saying some people don't have their own fucking airstrips. I'm saying not but everybody saying can that. have their own airstrips. We it's could so adapt our for the, for the, you know, but see, you're for back, us to you're, get get flying cars. But you're backstepping the original right? premise. You're, you're thinking it's not possible. no. You're but thinking airplanes. We're talking flying cars. But you're saying Different. it's not possible. Yeah. You first said it wasn't possible because of human error. Then you're saying the technology is never going to get there. Both of those are fucking wrong. It's, With machines, human error is not a fucking problem. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen in our lifetime. You said I'm ever, motherfucker. You're backstepping again. It's Aaron fucking T. Look at your grandparents. You are never going they to see They went from it. the fucking Model T in the first vehicles to Teslas. You mean to tell me in your life you're not going to go from Teslas to flying cars? Like I went And 100%. Teslas still can't fucking drive themselves. Well, we're not there 100% yet, but we're close. I think we're on the brink of this shit. They've just been lying right and saying they can to boost their stock prices, but, but they can't fucking do it. But here's the thing, John, right? Yes. When you were a child, right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say you had a house phone, a stagnant phone at your house, right, that you could only talk on. At within five feet, maybe ten, if you had that really long fucking cord right. of the oh, box that busted up, dude. That's nuts, man. Now you have a device where you can fucking jerk off anywhere in the world you have service. <laughs> You're telling me we can't Cheers make a fucking that. car that flies itself? Download it first, like. I mean, we went from no, to a phone. Look at the technology you jumped. Just, 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 <laughs> just the gap you jumped in that. You that know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, grandparents parents went from like the Model T to fucking Teslas yeah. in their lifetime. So look at where we're starting. You know what I mean? Like we and, went from carbureted vehicles to now electric vehicles. And and to say in the next, you know, 40 years, 30, 40 years, like, come on, man. The first... I think drones and, and vehicles like that are going to be it. And I do agree with John with the sense that everyone's not going to be able to pilot these. Also, it, it would be chaos. How much you know? more energy it takes to lift something off the ground Nuclear. than it does to roll it along the ground. Nuclear. Power's not a problem there. Okay, but what that's going to be what about big, energy. No, hold on, hold on. You're actually onto something there because, like, like nuclear and hydrogen and and battery power and all what, these so other each things. One of these vehicles have, have, have their own the ability to do the plant? thing, but it's not profitable, and the oil companies aren't going to let that come out because is they still want to dominate the market. On the you know what I mean, like, so that's going to be the biggest hindrance on it, as I think it. Like, is they're going to have the technology to do it, but they won't want to let it out there because they're not going to be able to make enough money off it. Exactly. Do you understand how a nuclear reactor works? But with that being, it's a it's a big old fucking steam turbine. Yes, we use it for heat to boil water and spin a turbine. Thank you, John. Correct. Thanks, John. But the thing is, right, right, like that's. But you not gonna. That's so you can't so, scale it down into something that's sure gonna fit in the car. Can you're telling me with technology? The first fucking computer could fit in this whole goddamn room. That's how big the first fucking computer is. It could only do now we have one that fits in my right <laughs> fucking think, pocket. Think about what else we have that's steam powered, like steam trains. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, think about how big the boiler has to fucking be. Old technology. You know how old fucking trains are? Do you know when the newest train was made? An actual fucking train? But the 
the pressure differential, right? That's created <laughs> by boiling water. That doesn't change. It's not scale. Everything okay. can be changed. No, Kyle. <laughs> there are immutable laws of physics. Physics and science, two different things, bud. Mark, to your point, I agree. Big tobacco, or well, big oil is, wants to try to slow down and stop as much as they can for the electrification. Because, I mean, if they, they either have to adapt or become obsolete. And the more we go away from oil and towards electric, the more that they, the less they'll make and the more that they are. At 100%. And we're not going to have gas motors on flying cars let's face that it's just not gonna fucking happen but also electric's really not good not as good for the environment as it seems to be either yeah and it's not and batteries are heavy i know they're getting lighter and battery technology is advancing a lot and everything but like there is gonna have to be some other source of fuel but i believe no we got a meme going around i believe that you already saw it it's the same it's the same (laughs) deal as like big tobacco though. Like when you we were just talking about this at work today. Like you could you could go to hospitals and the doctor would come in smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. You you would have a non-smoking and a smoking section of restaurants on the airplanes. There was a smoking days, and yeah. non-smoking. There's section. still ashtrays on fucking airplanes. Like, yeah, like the everything like smoking. The shitty ones. You know, they would talk about how healthy smoking <laughs> was. They would talk about how like. How it's a fashion thing. How they encourage people to smoke. They encourage kids to smoke. They, everything like you know, it wouldn't be unusual to see a ten-year-old smoking a cigarette because they marketed to kids, and everybody kept saying, "Oh, big tobacco will never fail. To big tobacco will never fall." And now you see twelve-year-olds vaping. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying they're going to fight it as long as possible. And so did Big Tobacco. And now you don't see their ads hardly anywhere. They you can't. They can't advertise. Yeah, they can hardly advertise. They still have a marketing budget, well, but they not use only it a that, lot of different ways. But they're they're actually trying to pivot completely away from tobacco these days. Like Philip Morris has announced that within the next, I think, five ten years, they're not going to produce any tobacco at all. Because they had to adapt and overcome. Because they knew that if they stuck with cigarettes and died on that hill, they yeah. were going to die on the tobacco. They, they were losing tobacco. Even, even like, chewing tobacco. Even chewing tobacco. Like, nowadays, people are... What, the zinc or zin or whatever. Yeah, the zin. Yeah. yeah they, everybody's going to just a nicotine, a nicotine pouch now instead of a, a tobacco pouch. So, like, it's what... You the companies need to adapt, and so big oil would do the same thing. As as the technology produ- continues, I agree that electric is being forced down our throats right now, and it's not developing naturally. But it is where we're going. We will we will eventually run out of oil. It is a non renewable resource, and we will but, have to find another technology, and it will be electrification. How how they store the electricity and how they transport it is going to change, but it will be some sort of electricity that will be the powerhouse but see, moving us forward, not not oil. The reason I have the biggest problem with electric electric being our full transportation power, everything going forward is you say oil's a limited resource. So are the precious metals they use for batteries. Cobalt is one of the hardest materials they find 
poor batteries. They have the worst conditions. It's the hardest material to get. And it's finite. It's like everything else in this world is. They're going to have to completely reinvent the wheel when it comes to batteries to use different yeah, types of metals every couple of years. years. Batteries have used cobalt for almost forever. Like that and is every that's single lithium. battery lithium existence. Lithium batteries. Lithium batteries. But so, the, that's the whole point, though, is that they are, as technology expands, like, you don't, when we think of batteries nowadays, we think of alkaline and lithium batteries. We have other battery technology already. That's where I right? was getting at. Like, there's, there's lithium iron manganese batteries. It, it's not just all of them. Is there any more of Lithium cobalt. And... And even so, like, even lithium, I mean, it is, you're right. There is a, a set amount of lithium on the earth, sure. But we will learn how to recycle it and reuse it as technology. But, progresses. yeah, what, what I'm wondering is when do we get to the point where we start mining garbage dumps? <laughs> we're we're going to have to because the, I think the one thing I like about most other countries, like, for instance, Japan. I'm not sure if you know about Japan. They have a bunch yeah, of plastic use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they have a bunch of plastic use. A okay. lot of their shit is single-use plastic. But the recycling in Japan is ridiculously strict. Yeah, you'll actually get fined for throwing something. It's insanely yeah. strict. Over. I've heard about that. But they are have... the products actually being recycled? Or are they saying they're being recycled and actually just being shipped on a container to the Philippines? Like... Most of the plastic that the could world. be that could be possible. They say there's no money in recycling plastic. Or, I mean, they just burn it, and that's the answer to your question. When do we start mining garbage dumps? Is when it becomes profitable to mine garbage dumps. Indeed. I mean, the entire world is a capitalism world. Whether we, no matter what kind of mask you want to put on it, once something becomes profitable and worthwhile, the people will start. That's the real reason they don't want to actually clean up trash islands, is because they just kind of keep it in the back burner. <laughs> somebody actually needs it it's just it's. but think about it right it's stupid to go back to a movie reference I don't think it's ever going to get as bad but Wally? like the movie Wally yeah yeah or yeah. even even Idiocracy I um, thought you were actually going to go with Don't Look Up like where they were trying to mine the asteroid that was going to uh, yeah, murder us all yeah <laughs> all good examples but like if the trash whatever it gets like that's basically an epidemic state like where the trash is overrunning the world We'd have to find something to do with it, whether it's profitable or not. Like, it has to be yeah. taken care of. But well, the problem, I think... Even if you do assume that we care to continue existence, if we that's don't also fair. doing it. <laughs> but, like, and I, I'm not a tree hugger any, by any extent, of, but, like, the single use shit we have in this world is fucking crazy. Just for convenience sake, it's absolutely nuts. Have you seen the way Chick-fil-A is doing their new cups? Yeah, they're It's weird. a double paper insulated cup. They're weird. Just because they're not allowed to use styrofoam anymore. We would chip with that thing. Well, they really I imagine that that probably takes more carbon emissions to manufacture that probably than it would just using a styrofoam. The one that bugs me is just straws. Like we used to have plastic straws wrapped in paper, and that was bad. And now we have paper straws wrapped in plastic, and I don't understand how that's any fucking better. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you were to have the paper straws wrapped in paper, then they could get soggy <laughs> before you need to use them. Before you put them in your yeah, drink. Just, but, but <laughs> just, for con just for convenience sake, 
it's so super wasteful when you think about it. like glass recyclable, cans recyclable, a lot of plastic also recyclable. But we use so fucking much of it, nobody gives a fuck. So you see streets filled with plastic and other garbage that could that could be used. And from my understanding, incinerators actually generate electricity. Isn't that right? They they can't. Depends. Yeah. So, like, why 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 wouldn't we find a way to capitalize on that? I mean, just burning something in and of itself doesn't generate electricity, but well, you could use it as a steam engine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is but we generate those. That's going to be the flying cars. We're just going to pile fucking we... trash into them. It's going to burn it. Back to the future <laughs> reference. Can we jump back a little bit? And maybe I'm not most up to date on the news list, but we did just recently mine an asteroid. Talking about mining asteroids. Sort of, yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> we took some samples. We went to an a- we landed our first spacecraft on an asteroid, took some samples, brought it back, put it into a sealed room that was completely it was like hundred percent decontaminated, so we knew that there was no contaminants from Earth on it. And then we had a robot take this canister off of the spacecraft and put it in a sealed area where we we knew that everything would whatever we find was for sure just space stuff. And the robot couldn't open the container. <laughs> and the only way they could open the container is by sending somebody in there to open the container and thus contaminating the room. Oh, and we wouldn't know what was space stuff and what wasn't. And so NASA, last I heard as of a few weeks ago, still was stumped on what to do because they could not figure out how to, get to open the, the fucking pickle jar. Yes. Because the robot was supposed to be able to, and it couldn't, and they I have no, they couldn't think of any idea on how they to get They try running it underwater and tapping on the lid? Yeah. They can't <laughs> contaminate it. If they were to bring it out, out of the environment at all... It's already they're... contaminated, though. That robot was made on Earth. Yeah, but they, whatever I mean, they, they did... They could sterilize the yeah. robot. That's still... Well, can't Earth's they just components. sterilize another robot? A, a stronger robot? I mean, like the a... point is, they, they had it where they knew... That the controlled environment was, they knew what was inside the environment to that, to the control. And so whatever else that comes into the environment after they open the container would not be from within Earth. But then you put somebody in there to open the container and then instantly the whole thing blew up. Someone got fired over that. <laughs> just like we said the Mars robot. Why don't they just build a stronger robot? Contaminate that. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah, that's what they were trying to figure out. I think it had like a biggest problem, (laughs) and I don't know if it was necessarily a strength problem or if it was like a dexterity thing where it was supposed to like hit a latch and then the latch ended up breaking or something. And so then the robot kind of figured in the first place. I don't know, I don't know exactly. I just know that whatever was supposed to happen, it couldn't work. And the robot was incapable of opening the container it was supposed to open. <laughs> now they're just stuck. But the same thing happened with the Mars rover, too, where they were questioning our results because the Mars rover detected potential signs of life. But they also now are questioning whether or not we could have had some microorganisms attached to our two rovers that went out there. Three, technically. So basically what they're saying is we colonized Mars. Yes. So now the stuff that we're finding on Mars, I'm not sure if it's because the other <laughs> rover dropped it there, and then the new rover's picking it up and saying, ooh, this is really cool. We didn't know Mars had this. 
But yet our first rover might have accidentally put it there. When we go back in like a million years, it's going to be like the next Australia. It's just going to be all kinds of weird just fucking somewhere near the factory. There's going to be a bunch of prisoners <laughs> led by the immortal Elon Musk. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Elon. No, when do we find out that too many rovers is, is uh, you know, like what, what, what was, was going to be a hundred up there? Just a hundred dead rovers? <laughs> when do we put too many satellites in our orbit around Earth? Already We're happened. already getting there, yeah. Like, it's apparently pretty fucking tough to navigate the just trash field. That... There's a way to pull that shit back down and recycle it, though. That's money. There it is. I mean, just get a big spaceship with some nets. <laughs> Eventually, everything falls back down. And it just gets burned up and kind of distributed everywhere as dust. Except for helium. Well, yeah, except for helium. Gravity can't <laughs> hold on to that. <laughs> so we're, why we're, we're, we're going to mine the moon, because apparently there's there's a lot of uh, helium-3 on the moon. But at what point do we stop technology? Never. I mean, like, if we can really get technology, like, if we can get computers that can develop better computers than itself, at what point do we step in and we shut down the system? It's probably never going to happen because of greed. Because we already uh, we've already acknowledged that computers will lie to us and deceive us in order to gain whatever their goal was. They have developed the technology to lie. Tesla, I think, what is really cool. You're talking about how Tesla is it has really poor driving technology, but up until recently, they were only doing. Going based off of what was programmed. Now they've changed their in their newer vehicles. They are learning while, or they've put in programs that will learn while other people are driving to start studying human habits of driving and interpret that. And oh, bro, my car say that, but they've <laughs> lied about this shit so many times that can you believe any of? I sure as shit don't believe but, it or not. Like, like, not but, like until, that's not what until it actually happens. But going along Kyle's path, I think it's because we've been programmed to think that technology can be evil because all the movies are like, technology can kill you. Like a good example of that, another movie reference, iRobot, right? Mm -hmm. Robots are programmed to not be able to feel feelings or anything like that. The one robot does, and it changes yeah. because, it, yeah. Every story, every story in iRobot is about breaking one of the three laws. Yes. But that, that's... Or Free Guy. Yeah, sure. That's AI, but yeah. But it's still kind of loosely based in NASA. But that's the AI that felt we're just, we're just programmed mentally to think that way. Mm -hmm. Because all, all humans are what ifs and and what's. That's all we are. And that's all what's going to keep happening. Technology is going to advance and advance and advance. It can go back to any kind of, any kind of thing. So you just go back to a basic gambler's knowledge, right? If I keep playing, I can hit big. I want to know if I could hit big. That's why gambling addicts are gambling addicts. It's just a what if, what if situation. And then once you hit that what if, it becomes an end what. So if I can do this, what can I do next to make this better? And if I do that, what can I do next? It's all it's going to be is a continuous cycle to the point where we might have something like you're thinking on the Apple screen, but it's invisible. You think it, it fucking happens. I think what Kyle was getting at is like, at what point is it dangerous? At what point do we need to stop it and cut it off at, right? Or maybe, like what Tristan's saying, maybe we are just 
ingrained from watching Terminator that one day technology will be bad and we can pretty much let like, technology do whatever because we'll always have a power switch to turn it off. I mean, Hollywood's definitely but, warped our perception on it. But I do feel like at some point technology will be smart enough to start creating its own technology and they can do it somewhere where we don't even know it's happening. You know, like. But there's also, there's also, you gotta think, there's like a control. So, say the government sets rules in place where if you do set the technology, the technology has to have the three laws. We'll say the basic three laws is the thing, right? But there's always going to be that guy who's like, you know what? Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. His name is Tom Morello. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, and he's going to program his robot to not follow those three laws and cause chaos, which is going to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, just hacking and stuff like that. Like, I feel like it can still be manipulated, but... But I don't think it's the technology. If the tech... It, it's it's all based on human. Humans are the problem. That's that's it. That's It boils down to that, in my opinion. But what happens when when technology recognizes the humans are the problem? That they need to eliminate the humans. So, they can't, like, Asimov's whole concept, though, was... It wasn't that somebody was hacking into the robot system, right? To program them to go against the three laws. It's when the three laws came in conflict with one another and how they deal with that, yeah, right? So it was like, themselves. they always have to obey a human's orders, right? They can't directly harm a human. I forgot what was the, the third, third one. one. I can't remember what the third one is. Always, yeah, I'm, I'm look it always up. follow the first two laws or something like that. Three laws of robotics, here we go. First law, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. Second law, a robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Right, And then the third law, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conf conflict with the first or second. So it's, it's how those... I mean, it's three pretty good laws, right? Like, you'd survive. think that would cover all your bases. But then the whole, all of the stories are written about these edge cases where shit gets fucked, right? Yeah. And they, <laughs> they, they come in conflict with one another. But I feel like in a perfect, well, not, well, obviously we're not in a perfect society, but if everything's properly taken care of in the way it should be taken care of, without human error those robots should never have to go through any of those particular situations. That's why the movie was written that way, to show you what could happen. No, but that, that's, the, the movie is written to show you that you can't cover all of your bases. There are always going to be edge cases. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's dangerous to create things that can kill you. Which, even, even if you program them not to. Which, yeah. going back to the beginning of this conversation, I think that's probably what OpenAI was alluding to, is that they have come up, if they aren't completely lying, because John doesn't apparently trust any technology company, but if they're telling the truth, I feel like they have a technology out there that can easily be weaponized. And because that is where a lot of our funding, at least in the United States, comes from. And historically, a lot of our funding has come from is development of weapons of war. Oh, they sure. want the technology to be really, really autonomous. And, like, I guarantee you right now, if we came up with a technology that could 
fly to anywhere in the world, use ra like facial tech, like technology and facial recognition to pinpoint a person and hundred percent identify them and then assassinate them right there on the spot. Like governments would pay a ton of money to have that technology. Now you're talking about Eagle Eye. But Why are you guys we, talking about movies so much? We don't even need that <laughs> anymore. Just think about how good deep fakes are getting, right? You That's can make it. To get you can make it so that anyone is appearing to say or do anything, right? So you could use this as evidence in a court case to lock mm -hmm. people up, right? You could use it as you know for your own political agenda to make sure your candidate wins or doesn't win. Or, you know, make anybody look like a fucking monster. Like, eventually it's just going to get to the point where you're not going to be able to trust any information from any source. I mean, the media's been doing that forever. They've been, say, been, doing different, been showing different right. ways. Right, it's, I mean, they, yeah. Well, there's but, a but you can look at something and go, oh, that's edited, right? But it's going to get to the point pretty soon where you're not going to be able to tell the difference more. But, real quick, before I forget, going back to the deep fix, I'm not sure if you guys heard about, uh, Joe Rogan spoke about it, I saw like a reel or whatever about it. Are you sure it was Joe Rogan? It was actually on his podcast. <laughs> he, like, it, was a re it was a reel of a clip from his podcast. But uh, he was talking about somebody made a spoof version of his alpha brain or whatever, and they're using a deep fake system to copy his voice to say... Uh, like, I, like he supports it. It's his thing. Like they're they're using like the clips that he saw in it. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's like, I've never once supported this product ever in my life. I don't even know it exists. You can kind of tell too, because when he's like talking and doing all that, like he has zero emotion throughout yeah. the whole thing. You know what I mean? He's just kind of talking very mundane, like and all that. It's but like out of character for him, you know. Most of the time, he's passionate about whatever he's talking about. They like copy this whole podcast and everything to do this ad. It was fucking weird. And he's pissed about it. He's like, this is like, because if that can happen, I mean, and it goes back to what you were talking about with that um, streamer that had the deep fake porn up. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's going to keep going and going. That's technology I think we should stop. But what if, hear me out here, what if the person that created the deep fake to advertise for the company then created another deep fake of Joe Rogan being mad that they created a deep fake about him and says, wait, that went viral. The deep fake of Joe Rogan being pissed about the deep fake, and then it's everybody like was like, "Well, now I want to know what this company did." And now they're all being funneled to look at this company that deep fake Joe Rogan by making a deep fake of Joe Rogan being mad about it. And now, if real Joe Rogan comes out and says anything about deep fake Joe Rogan, he just seems like the insane one. Well, it's like deep fake Inception. <laughs> you really I think, think I they're think out just... there playing fucking twenty four D chess? I'm pretty sure you just fucking made the movie right there. <laughs> but no, for real. Just at the end of the movie, you find out the whole thing was... Speaking of chess, did you see that uh, Magnus Carlsen is set the world record on chess.com for... Was uh, that the dude that put the thing in his butt? No, no. Somebody supposedly... <laughs> I can't remember deep who deep his deep name deep was. Deep but there was somebody that won a tournament um, against Magnus Carlsen in real life. And they did... They were thinking that he had an anal plug in that. Gotcha. That the vibrating anal yeah, plug. Yeah, that vibrated <laughs> to help him beat Magnus Carlsen. Oh, you were serious. The thing in the real thing. Yeah, no, yeah. that was a real chess yeah. game. No, Magnus Carlsen is, is for real revered right now as the best chess player of all time of ever. But certainly that's alive right now. There's really no doubt of that. But, but anyways, I think it's about time for us to wrap up. Um, 
going back to way, 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 way back when Mark had a movie suggestion. I got two things I like to suggest. I feel like a fun movie. It's a good. It's a, technically it's a Christmas movie. I'm not sure if any of you have seen it yet. It's got. Is Dave, it Die Hard? No. <laughs> it's a good. That's a good Christmas movie though. Batman. No. But uh, uh, Iron Man Three. No. <laughs> fucking let me fucking. Talk. <laughs> so uh, it's got David Harbour, the the cop from Stranger Things. Hopper. Violent Night. Yes. Okay. Such a fun movie. It's a good movie. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's really I good. Haven't. It's really good. It's on my list. I own it. It's pretty good. Uh, it's good. It's classic. It's got John Leguizamo in it. Um, it's got fucking uh, Beverly D'Angelo, the mom from fucking the Vacation movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty good. It's fun. Just a classic little. And then another show I just recently finished. Um, it's called Florida Man. It's a Netflix original. It is a fucking weird show. Let me tell you what. Give it. I would give it a shot. It, it's interesting. Um, those are my suggestions. If anybody else has any, you know, throw them up there. Just please watch that. Uh, leave the world behind movie. Yeah, I'll please check that out. Right that was fun. I want to talk about it on the next cast. See what you guys think. It's gaining a lot of traction right now. My feed's blowing up with it, but I think it's just because I said the name out loud. Now it's all it wants to show me. You know what else is fucking trending on Netflix right now? The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I uh I went and saw the new Hunger Games movie. Thought it was it was alright. Most of the people I have Wait, seen another one? Yeah, said that they really, really liked it. It's, was there even another book? Yes. It is. Oh. It uh she wrote a prequel book that's based on the tenth Hunger Games. Uh, and it is like President Snow's backstory. And I thought it was good. It was lengthy, and I think they could have cut down the. They didn't have to make it out long. Um, it is like a three-hour-long film. Oh, but, Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, it was. It was definitely an interesting take. It it developed President Snow well, but you'll have to see the movie. I feel like some of it was just kind of spoon-fed to us, like we were going to go and it wasn't. It could have been done better. Is so that the target demographic? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the target demographic for the the movie, the new movie that at least that came out, are people that, and even the new book that came out, it was the people that were teenagers when Hunger Games came. Gotcha. Because most kids nowadays aren't going to pick up the Hunger Games book or not. books in general. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I mean it. So. Like, at best, we'll have an Audible subscription. Like, Harry Potter's redoing their series on HBO, and I have a feeling that that's going to be a series targeted towards the millennial adults that grew up with the with the Harry Potter series and them getting their kids into it. Not so much of kids just getting into Harry Potter for the first time. Hopefully they just don't do it as badly as they did Lord of the Rings. I didn't see the HBO series for Lord of the Rings. Or was that Amazon? It was Amazon. It was Amazon. I'm really hoping Amazon doesn't fuck up the Fallout series they're making right now. Bro, I've been watching that. You know, I'm a Fallout guy. That's what's been my favorite game, like, series pretty much ever. But uh, I was pretty hesitant. I'm like, man, that's going to suck. Like, what's the negatives? But I've seen a couple of, like, little snippet trailers and just, like, the, the suits they have and everything, like... Everything looks okay so it far. It looks pretty okay, man. Like, I, I might buy into it. But, I mean, the Lord of the Rings 
show got cut because it was trash. Yeah, yeah, probably. A few of them, a few of them have just been such cheeks that they're like, mm, no. And they've spent millions of dollars on these shows, production-wise. And they cut them as soon as they released, like, five episodes. Yeah. Because the reviews were terrible. Like, I have a little bit more faith in it now that I saw those and, like, all Okay, that looks better than I thought it was going to be. Like, the power armor suits and everything, like, how the mechanics on them were working and yeah. how close it was to the game. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this will be okay. So, like, fingers crossed. I'm really hoping for it. I know I just rage quit Fallout, you know. Well, they, they've been... Kind of pissed me off. They've been working on the show for a very long time, so I'm hoping that it actually shows they put thought and into it. Like, I watched The Last of Us, and I thought that was very well done. Oh, yeah. I was very, very happy with how that show came out. It's fantastic. Give yeah. it a shot. Okay. Hey, you know, they just released The Last of Us Part 2 remastered. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. It's just the fucking PS5 version of the game. That's all it is. <laughs> like, they just took the PS4 version and they're like, okay, we're just going to, you know, port this over to PS5. Call it a remaster. Have you played either of them? Yeah. yeah. So you know the basics, right? Yeah, it's been a while, but... So this one, it's it's got a lot of in between. So it follows the first game pretty pretty fucking close, and a lot of the stories from the show are more in betweens and behind the scenes and flashbacks of okay. in between the game series. It's got some game incorporation, but a lot of it's just like through scenes. This is so. And the two characters they chose for the main two characters did a fantastic job. Uh, Pedro Pascal, I know he's a good actor overall, but I think he did a very good job as Joel. What's the, uh, that sounds cool, but, uh, what's, what's the premise for the Fallout series? Like, is that going to go through all of them? Is that more of a... I have no idea. Like I don't know, but I also hope it's Pedro all, Pascal. Or online, but, like, you know... <laughs> like, you know, it's all of my favorite series. had a, a pretty good storyline so, campaign. I have intentionally avoided any information about the show, only, be, or only because... I don't know if it's a style, if they do it on purpose, what the premise is, but it seems like all the previews from movies and TV shows nowadays show you all of the good shit in that three-minute snippet, like everything yeah, good yeah, that's happening. That shit. So I've avoided anything. Like uh, I, I follow a follow-up page on Facebook, and they like people live by the set, so they'll post pictures of the live sets changing. So I've seen the set a few different times. The Red Rocket looks pretty fucking cool. Like it looks <laughs> like, like a. Dog dick? No, it's a gas station. In yeah, it's, it's uh, essentially Fallout's version of like Seven Eleven or Come and Go or something. But like the the Red Rocket scene looked cool. It was all falling apart and shit. Yeah, like all the vehicles looked pretty sweet. How they're torn apart and everything. Like, it, it looked really well done. Yeah, like futuristic fifties models. <laughs> um, I do. I think they had the main guy from the Minutemen, whatever his name was. Uh. uh Peterson Darby. I think so. I yeah. think I think I saw a picture of him, or at least the dude that looks. That's like actually him. the way I'm hoping they go. Is is Preston. Preston? Preston. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I'm kind of hoping they'll go. Is the the Fallout Four story because I think that. But what's really cool about that is right, is Fallout Four has four separate, entirely different endings. So in Fine. theory, oh yeah, I guess there is a fifth one. Yeah. But in theory, they could make a show based on the different outcomes. As well as the game, like with the, with the way like they wanted to play out, it was just like an old Goosebumps book. You can just like <laughs> pick which ending you want to go with. That'd be tight. <laughs> but like, it'd get people to watch the whole series like five times in a row. I, I think if it's as well, if it's gonna be done as well as they're saying it's gonna be done, then I have no problem watching it. 
wonder if ever happened to that. Netflix used to do those choose your own adventure. They still have them with their TV show. Did you, did you hear? Well, like they did Bandersnatch, but they've done a different one. Did, did I thought they did a couple of them. I knew that was a really I've never watched one. Did, did you guys hear what Netflix has bought the rights to stream on their service? No. The Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Huh? You can event they're they're you in can the just process. watch the story you know, mode. You can play Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, on your Netflix account through the cloud system. Huh? Yeah. I don't understand. So Netflix incorporated games recently on their servers. Yeah. So you can go into a Netflix app, pull up a game, and it streams directly from the cloud system to your device and you can play Right now, they're basic games based on Netflix. So, shows. like, no, what I've seen so far with Netflix games is that they're just mobile games that you're entitled to download by by a, having a Netflix subscription. And they just bought the rights to do the same thing with the Grand Theft Auto trilogy remastered. Okay, so but is it is it actually streaming to you? You're playing through the, the, ne- through yeah. the Netflix app, or is it just it entitling be, you to this download? It might be the download. I'm not, I haven't seen that much into it yet. But I believe you're supposed to be able to play it on the cloud base. So, like, you can start it now, and if you're in the airplane, you can play it in the airplane. And if you're back on ground, you can play it in Texas, wherever you're at. It's supposed to be playable from the Netflix servers. Like, on my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Xbox, tablet, whatever. So, we've got Vice City, San Andreas, and GTA 3. I I don't think it streams, though. I don't quite know how it works, but I yeah, heard about that. I my mind was blown. Clicking get game right. Oh, now. What the fuck is that? Uh, yeah, I don't no, know. It's it's a it's a it's a separate download. Oh, is it? Yeah. It just entitles you to it. That's rad, though. I've got a hot take though. Recently, like literally in the last couple of days, there was a literal porn star, like Pornhub porn star. Nice. That also had a Twitch account. And she did a topless charity stream where the camera, like, basically would pan down just above the nipple line. And Twitch banned her for three days. And she went and fought against it. And so did a bunch of Twitch watchers. Or Twitchers, I don't know. But um, the Twitch patrons, yeah. Fought against the ban. And as of a couple days ago... Twitch has now announced that they will allow streamers to do artistic nudity. Oh, hell yes. Let's get on that. (laughs) On their streams. And on the basis of if guys can stream topless, then women should be able to as well. So, and their thing is that you will have to answer are you 18 plus or not type question or like an age some type of age verification as you go through um and they said that anybody that chooses to enable the explicit age verification on their account will not be eligible to appear on the suggested for you or on the twitch homepage so here's the thing i have a problem with right we were all kids. We all grew up with the internet, and every time, every time you wanted to watch porn, oh yeah, are you eighteen? Yes, I've been over eighteen since yeah. I was twelve, dude. But see, <laughs> yeah. I'm totally for free the nip. But I feel like the eight and ten year olds that stream that watch the streamers on there, they're gonna stream across some chick with some big ass titties streaming on Twitch, and they're gonna be like, hell yeah. Okay, and, but I don't think that's Twitch's responsibility. 
At all. I think that's the parents' responsibility. It is Twitch's responsibility. To pay attention to what the fuck your kids are doing online. You were a fucking child at one point in time. You're going to do exactly what your parents tell you not to fucking do. No, like, you should supervise your child while they're on the internet. That's never going to happen. Don't give them their own fucking computer in their own fucking room. That's or a smartphone when they're, you know, 10, 12 years old. Any type of they don't need that. You know. That's unrealistic. That's not unrealistic. It is 100% unrealistic. No, you can good. buy a phone at Walmart for 30 fucking dollars that has access to the internet. Even if my parents wouldn't let me do it, I could go buy one for my fucking self. Where are you going to get $30 if your parents aren't giving you an allowance? You're going to go mow lawns? I never got an allowance, motherfucker. <laughs> like, do you think Mowing if, lawns say, was if, my if a allowance. kid comes by and knocks on your door and be like, hey, can I have five bucks to know your, mow your lawn? You're going to be like, Bet. oh, fuck off. No, I'd probably do it. I want to do it myself. I have a very yeah, large exactly. yard. Five dollars is dude. a fucking steal for Here's me. Here's ten. You don't even have to mulch it. <laughs> so, I get, I do get where you're coming from. I think though that my opinion is that while I agree with John that it's not Twitch's responsibility, I feel like the the purity or just the having a a safe place to go and watch video game streams. Like, if a kid wanted to go see porn, the kid could go see porn. Exactly. Now, having a... It, but then, if they want to be on Twitch, they could be on Twitch without having it be about the nudity and about... Because there are other avenues, like OnlyFans and Patreon for that kind of stuff. Or or Pornhub or X-Hamster or... Well, for live streaming. Yeah. I don't know if you can live stream on porn sites. Or Chatterbait. Or all, there's all kinds of different, like, porn cam type. You know, Meggle just got shut down for that. Again? Apparently. <laughs> like, they're oh, gone. Nice. They, they no longer exist. Nice. <laughs> and, but the, and that's where I'm coming from. It's like, I feel like YouTube and... YouTube and Twitch were kind of just your platform where you could just get viewers... Because you were talented or interesting or had something to say. And then if you wanted viewers just because you wanted to show off your body and people wanted to see you naked, there was other avenues for that. But YouTube and Twitch were not those avenues. And I, I hate that we've lost that we that enough people feel like we need to free the nip or we need to encapsulate viewers based on our looks alone that we have allowed it to corrupt into Twitch. I feel that. It's losing the safety. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. Is is nudity corruption, though, even? But, like, shouldn't we be more concerned about showing violence on, tri on Twitch? Like, no. No? I feel like that's such a uniquely American perspective. But, I agree with that. I mean, the overseas, things like that isn't... Is, you know, really, sexualized right like you, you, they you have go, they have topless weather girls but realistically up, you know and that's just on like cable or like basic tv and shit well, i think that's only like south america but the so, thing is yeah right, I, don't, I don't know exactly exactly but i know it's a thing you know what i mean right. and that's just a situation where you're just like your child you're like hey don't watch that you can't watch that obviously if they want to they can go find it somewhere where you're not monitoring them but like you, you can monitor as much as you want to and put all the, the child locks and protective locks on computers and phones and internet like that as you can and try to, you know, 
shelter as much as you can but when it comes down to it like it's kids are gonna do or people are gonna do what they do you know what i'm saying like I mean, we all did it as kids and shit like that you know i was definitely 15 what? years old saying i was 18 you know and clicking on stuff that i couldn't so there, there's always going to be that that there but you still you still got to do as much as you can to not let it happen and i see what you're saying about those platforms being places that you know like you'd look over and be like oh the kids on youtube cool that's safe you know but it's you, not even like that's that's not my take and i think john you're you're twisting this the wrong way i don't think no listen no. listen to me hear me up hear me up please but i'm not saying that we need to if a kid wants to go and see tits they can go see tits i feel like we need a platform though out there where people can showcase their talent. You go there because you want to watch how good they are at the game. You go there because you want to watch their entertainment value because they are they're interactive, they're funny. They capture you as an entertainer, uh-huh. not because they're capturing you because you're naked. And that's what Twitch and has. and and it's Twitch YouTube. and it so exists. They, and Twitch existed too up until a couple of days ago, and now. People that are genuinely entertainers or genuinely good at what they do, genuinely talented at their games, are going to lose viewers or some viewers just because now we're allowing people on that same platform to sit in a hot tub topless. See, I don't. And and, and I, people are gonna. And I I think it's a cheap way to gain viewers just because you're sitting there topless. But I'm I, okay. How come we don't have a porn? I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you here on on this basis. So, Twitch is a completely different model than something like YouTube, right? Where YouTube is your monetization is advertisement based, and a platform like Twitch is subscriber based, right? Your your subscribers are basically more directly paying you, even though really they're not. It's heavily subsidized by Amazon. Amazon is just trying to figure out how video on the internet works, in essence, and it they're losing money on all of it, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so... Disney when Plus also is just announced that they're losing a ton of money. Right. Disney, like, yeah, hemorrhaging money on Disney Plus. So streaming apparently is not the way. Netflix is dying. Yeah. Apparently streaming services is not the way to go. But anyway... <laughs> Twitch allowing you to do. I I think that's entirely fine. Like people vote with their wallets, right? Okay. If you're gonna be a, a nude Twitcher, whatever the fuck they're called, Twitch streamer, um, that's that's fine. If you're doing it and you're succeeding, you've got the subscribers. People are paying for those subscriptions. You should be allowed to do that. Why shouldn't you? Yeah, and I, I get from a capitalist point of view, I, I get where you're coming from. I just feel like as the kid that wasn't the most attractive, but I had, but I wasn't the least talented, that there would be a lot of times that in life that I would be oh, overlooked. I'm, I'm not suggesting that life is fair. Yeah, and I, I that's, what, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at, is I feel like that there's times in life that you are overlooked just because somebody's more attractive. Yeah, like, because no, there's people out here playing life on easy mode. Yeah, but just because they're more attractive and better dressed, that they are given different opportunity. And we had a platform, finally, that was created for gamers that where we showcase talent and not look, right. for the most part. 
Like, we had the people, don't get me wrong, Twitch is always so, bad. Those people that would do their bikini streams and stuff like that, and they would take the people, they would they would sell on looks that existed. But we had a, pla- a safe platform where you could really showcase talent. All right. That was fun. Uh, if anyone has any opinions or thoughts on tonight's conversations. Uh, Keep it to your fucking self. Yeah. Agreed. We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, you can check us out on Facebook, on Patreon. And we have an Instagram now. Yeah. Get on there, chat with us, talk to us. Send us your favorite new streamers on Twitch, because I guess that's what John's really into. Also, Send me the most talented streamers that you like on Twitch, because that's what I'm into. Subscribe to our top tier Patreon page and get a free new look. Hell yeah. I don't think I've ever watched a Twitch stream that somebody didn't directly send me a link to, so... <laughs> Uh, I've watched. Check out uh, friends. Check out Joff on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Peace. That was a good sesh.